Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Millennial Business Podcast, brought to you by Millennial Girls Media, where we teach you how to live, lead, create, and earn like a millennial. Our generation knows that technology and the way people do business over the next few years is going to blow your mind. So, if you want to stay up to date and relevant in this ever-changing world, strap in and get ready for the ride of your life. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and I'm going to teach you how millennials do business. Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of of the Millennial Business Podcast. I am so excited today to be bringing back one of my beautiful friends to the podcast. Adriana, thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Now, guys, Adriana is the first person that I have brought back onto the podcast um, purely because she just has so much value to offer. And the thing that I love about Adriana is when you encounter Adriana when you come into her presence and you experience her as a person you see that she has this side of her that is an absolute badass in business but then she also has this side of her that's like a little bit we call it in Bali woo-woo a little bit spiritual um and plays into that sort of realm as well, which I'm so fascinated by, which you, you know that I'm so fascinated by that, um, Adriana. But yeah, that's, that's something that I absolutely love about you is because you do sort of have your feet in both of these ponds of killing it in business, but also in a way that's in such alignment with you as a person that's more spiritual and a little bit woo-woo. I love that. I love that synopsis. Makes me excited. <laughs> And this is the thing, like they touch each other more than we realize. And you'll see more and more that people in business are focusing on these things. They're looking at their vibration. They're focusing on alignment. They're understanding that this brings in the next bit of what you want and who you want to be. So I'm so excited to be bringing that together for me and for people and showing that they can have that too. So yay. Yay. I cannot wait. And, and I think, yeah, it's so important because what a lot of people don't realize is when you are sort of trying to bring to life a new version of your life. So for example, if you're trying to grow a business to, or to make more money or go to the next step in this, in your career, whatever journey you're on, wherever you're trying to go and whatever you're trying to manifest, you, a lot of people don't see it as manifestation, but in reality it is. For someone who doesn't really know what manifestation is and how that works, could you explain a little bit down that route? Because I think so many people are trying to do it without even realizing that they're trying to do it. (laughs) And this is what's so funny, right, about manifestation. I want to start with this point. And it's that you are doing it whether you like it or not, whether you choose to use that word or not. So it's up to you what you want to call it. Call it law of attraction, call it manifestation, call it a coincidence. Nothing is a coincidence, but call it what you want. And the thing is that how many times in your life have you thought of something or done something and then it happens? Mm -hmm. How many times in your life have you thought about a friend and then they text you? How many times in your life these weird synchronicities happened or you've been like, I always wanted that. The other day I was like, I really want blue, new blue jeans, but I wanted to go try them on. And I I couldn't get to the shops at the moment. I was like, ugh. And then my friend dropped off a bag of stuff that she didn't want anymore. It was like last week. She dropped at the door. She like left everything at the door. Went, looked through the bag 
and long pole. It was a freaking pair of blue jeans. However, I did not specify <laughs> that I wanted them to fit a certain way. And I didn't like how they fit me. And I was like, fuck, I'm a great manifester. But hmm, we need to work on the specificity. And this is such a good example and like a recent example in my life that we are doing this. That's manifestation. However, it wasn't very clear manifestation, <laughs> but that is simply manifestation. Putting something out into the universe, out into the world, out into whatever you look at it as, being at the vibration of that, which I'm going to talk about later, and then attracting it into your reality. That's it. Into your physical reality where you can see, feel, hold, you know, have it as an experience. And this happens for objects like the genes. This happens with money. This happens with um, personal experiences. This happens with feelings. This happens with travel. Um, in so many areas of your life. And imagine if you could come a really quick vibrational match to everything you ever wanted. Would you be like, nah, no thanks. Or would you be like, hmm, tell me a bit more about that. <laughs> I think that one. So, then that yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, sounds pretty good. Sorry, sorry. Um, but, and this is the thing, like, how do we keep coming from that, that place and realizing that this is available to all of us? And in a nutshell, that's, that's all manifestation is. However, of course, there's lots of principles and things we can remember around it. But, you know, in the basics of it, that's all we need to know. And it's funny, actually, for this episode that we're recording now, I messaged you and I was like, hey, girl, I really want to have you back on the podcast. And you're like, oh, my God, I was just thinking the other day, I want to come back on your podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. The day prior, I was like, I should reach out to a bunch of podcasts. And I was like, I want to get on a few more. And then I was like, actually, I'd love to be on Taylor's again. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit, sit with it. And then you messaged and then someone else messaged the same day and was like, Hey, be meaning to reach out to have you on my podcast. Like, do you want to jump on? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like, thank you. <laughs> and this is the thing of being in that vibrational match all the time. If I had have been like, nah, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to really do that. Or like, I'm not good enough for that or, or whatever. And not matching that vibration. I wouldn't have got those offerings. And so quick the next day, like this is the thing. This is how quick it can be. Yeah, for sure. And, 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 and another example of manifestation, but potentially not in such a good way of manifesting is when I was in Bali, I was suffering with really bad imposter syndrome thinking, Oh my God, who am I to be living in Bali? Like, why am I here? What am I even doing? Like, how, how is this even happening? How are people paying me to do their social media marketing? Like I was just having so many limiting beliefs were filling my head. Like, and it got really bad this one particular week. And then at the end of the week, I actually got kicked out of the place where I was living on the Friday night. I had to be out on the Sunday morning because someone had booked the room on Airbnb and was paying more than me it was where we were both living actually in Rome. <laughs> they kicked me out on the Friday night and I had to be out on the Sunday morning all because like and I, and I realized later that I had completely manifested it because it was just me feeling like I didn't belong in Bali and I shouldn't be there and then I literally got kicked out of the place where I was living so manifesting isn't always such a good thing and that's why you really need to try and be conscious of it because if you're not you will end up manifesting negative things into your life so could you maybe talk a little bit into that and 
how there's like good versus bad manifestation. Yeah. And the thing is that we're always bringing things into our reality, like we said before. So in that example, which is so good, I love it. It's so good. It's funny. <laughs> You know, it's like, you felt like an imposter. You got a, you got a symbol in your life that was like, well, here, you don't belong here. So you can't live in this house anymore. And these things are happening all the time. Like attracts like. We hear all these things all the time. Our thoughts create our reality. If I am in fear of something, I call it into my reality. If I'm in fear of something, there's something within me that I need to look at, that I need to work through. It's an invitation to me to work through that. However, if I'm not sitting with that invitation and I'm ignoring, ignoring, ignoring and not ignoring it turns into something in your reality that's like bang i'll kick you on the head now because you didn't listen before and all of a sudden you're like okay shit i need to listen to this and the thing is that earlier it's already tapping it's already whispering in our ear to pay attention to me there's something out of alignment here and then we create more things in our in our physical reality that are, are, are not what we wanted are not a vibrational match but we're playing in that space of fear versus in that space of love and faith. Mm -hmm. So, and we know when you hear this in like the spiritual world all the time, there's no good, there is no bad. And it's, we always want to come back to that notion that, you know, everything is happening, you know, for me um, and not to me. And that I am always learning from the next thing that's happening, but I'm also becoming so acutely aware of my thoughts, feelings, and actions, judgments, so I can keep creating the life I want. Mm -hmm. So in that example, I'm living in the space of fear. I'm thinking these thoughts of fear and I want to change that. And people are always like, how do I change that though? I'm like, I'm hardwired to think this way. And I get that. And I always use the example of what if we started really small? What if every time I thought I'm an imposter, I caught it and I thought, okay, what's one thing I did really good? Okay. Um, I launched my first podcast episode. Okay. Another thought comes in, feels really intrusive. Okay. What if I caught that a little earlier? What if I caught it and caught it and caught it? What if I thought, felt, acted on something that felt more in alignment to me and started to become more of a vibrational match? That whole like fake it to make it. It's not necessarily what we want to be doing, but if I act at the vibration of that, then I'll start attracting more of that in. And at this stage, I always use the example for people of getting a totem. And if people know my work, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, she's talking about totems again. <laughs> but it's so, so powerful. And it's that, okay, so we're going through this mismotion in life, whether it's we feel like it's good or bad or if we're attracting good or bad things, you know, whatever that is to, to you. Having a totem means that you can have something you're focusing on and it can show you how powerful you are. So for example, for me, for so long, it was a white feather and I would just see them everywhere I went. And I've shared this story a lot. And then a few months ago, I was like, I want to switch it up. I want to play with this. <laughs> I want to see a butterfly everywhere. So I started, decided there is literally a flock now of butterflies. I'm talking like 10 butterflies that now live outside my window in a tree that is outside my, like it's, it's only a tree, it's like a bush shrub situation. And they always like fly around this shrub. And I'm like, okay, I want to test it more. I want to see a brown butterfly. So, and I was like, if I'm really as strong of a manifester, if I think I am, if I really think I can bring whatever I want into my reality, rah, 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 I want to see a brown butterfly. 
the next day I went on a walk with my niece and nephew and my niece was literally like, look, a brown butterfly. (laughs) And I was like, this shit doesn't lie. And this is such an easy way for us to start to flex this muscle and practice this technique. So fun fact. Yeah, for sure. I I think, well, firstly, that's hilarious because I knew that your totem was uh, a white feather, but I love that you've just decided to change it and it's just happened. Like, <laughs> that is amazing. But if people want to not necessarily manifest b- butterflies and maybe want to manifest some more money in their life or in their business, how would people, if someone's never heard about manifestation before, but they love the concept that you've just been talking about and they think they're thinking to themselves as listening to this, okay, well, maybe. I want to start manifesting some more money into my life. How can they go about actually starting to do that? Like what are some steps that they could take? Yes. I love <laughs> so for starters, um, everything you want is already yours. And this sounds so far fetched to people when they're like, but I'm broke. And I always remind them we have to, this is where I'm going to use that word again, be a vibrational match. And I want to explain that for a second. So when I say that word vibration, we are made up entirely of vibration. So whether, again, it's like, it's it's science. Um, We, we are, we are made up of, of vibration. So if I start walking around and saying like, I can't afford this, I can't afford that. And I'm not being mindful of my language. And I am, you know, looking at my account and opening and going, Oh, or even worse, trying not to open my account too often. because I don't want to see what's in there or talking to people and being like, Oh, they you know, on Friday nights, everything's half price. So we have to go there, like noticing these patterns and this language. And then we get more of that. And then all of a sudden we decide before the fact so this is really important so before i have ten thousand dollars in my bank account i need to decide before that that i'm abundant that i'm worthy that i am wealthy that i am all the things and i need to act as if it already is and we hear this all the time however constantly with clients this is missed in the space of money we're doing it like nobody's business in these other areas of our lives. But then around money, we're like, oh, no. And I've recently been teaching this concept called money as trauma. So the thing is that money doesn't get uh, worked on, I guess, the same way or healed, so to speak, as other trauma does. But we hold so much trauma around the way we think, feel and see money based on our childhoods, based on our parents or who raised us. And that I could go on forever, ever, ever in a day. So we need to sort that out. (laughs) Well, then we get to look at, okay, tick. We get to see what is underneath that is blocking me. Okay, I'm looking at what's underneath. I'm rewiring a thought pattern and then I'm acting as if it already is. So I'm saying things like, you know, maybe that's just not a priority for me right now. So instead of that, you know, I can't afford it. We've heard things like this before. And then we can go wherever for dinner. I don't mind because I'm abundant. And in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm like freaking out a little, but I'm going to have a vibrational match to this. Mm-hmm. And then I start just talking about how money is abundant and how it comes to me easily and effortlessly. And we've talked about these words with me before. My favorite, favorite saying is, this is easy. Mm-hmm. And one day I just decided everything was going to be easy. My business, my life, all of it. It's easy. This is easy. Making money, it's easy. 
And I always share I work the least amount of hours I ever have in my entire life making the most amount of money because I don't need to work hard for it because it's easy. So then we start to call it in. So now we're starting to move through it and we're starting to call in more money. And then we're still like, okay, but I don't like have more money yet. <laughs> so <laughs> things like, okay, how do I call it in in unexpected ways? So how can I be open to receiving an abundance of, you know, financial income in unexpected ways? Mm. So little story time. We all know I love yeah. story. It was January of this year. So January, just um, a few months ago and at the moment. And um, I was doing a moon circle with my friend and as I do, and we're doing a, man- a letting go and a manifestation. So remember, we have to clear space to create. And this applies for money or anything else you want to manifest. So speaking of money, we need to clear space with our finances. So what do I need to do? What do I need to get let go of? Maybe I haven't followed out my accountant. Maybe I haven't been doing my taxes properly. What do I need to clear? Clear, create, clear, create. It's a flow on effect. So anyway, we're writing this list of everything we want to let go of. We write the list, we burn it because we're in a bloody moon circle. So, you know, we're doing all the work out of me. And then on, we wrote a 10, a list of 10 things we wanted to call in, manifest. So remember, we'd let go to create space. And I'm like, I write my list. I'm like, I'm a pro manifester. I was writing my list. And I decided that month I wanted, I think I wrote down $10,000 or something, or maybe nine. I can't exactly remember. And I wrote it. No, I wrote $8,000. So it was a month of January. I was only going to work a week because I'd taken time off and I wanted to make $8,000. That's right. And I'm like, kind of sounds like a stretch. Like the business was set up. I had taken all this time off. Um, I was like, I'll see what happens. Wrote it in the list, closed it, closed it up. We folded it up and I put it in what you can call like a vortex box. So anyone can do this with anything. It's really just a fun way of sending it off to the universe. So essentially it's just a a box you create or, or whatever you want. And you put the manifestations in there and as if to, so to say, I'm surrendering to the highest good, you know, I'm not in control of this anymore. You are. And I trust really important part of manifestation. So remember all of this applies to everything. So January is going on and on and I'm no $8,000, nowhere near $8,000, mind you. It was a really, really slow month for me. I wasn't really putting in the work I usually did, but I was like, but I manifested my $8,000. And then I started putting in some work. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll match it more. I'll match it. I start putting in some work in the business, nothing. And I kept thinking about this $8,000 tip there. Don't think about it so much because I was attaching to the idea of it. What resists persists. really important. So I ended up letting it go and it was Jan, like Jan 30th, I think. And I was like, you know what? It's Jan 30. Pretty much all my other manifestations had come to light. And I was like, you know what? It's all good. It doesn't matter. It just, it, it's all good. I'll, I'll move it to Feb's got a manifestation list and we're all good. Yeah. And then I get a text from my brother 
and I own, I part own a business with my brother and he was like, Hey, um, I just unexpectedly, like, I know this wasn't due for a while, but I just sent you, um, the money I owed, um, hope that's all good. If I were you, I would check your account and move it. And I'm like, Hmm, what's like, okay. That wasn't due to like March of this year. So another month and a half away. And I opened my account. By this time it was January 1st. And the last day of January, whatever that is, if that's January 1st. I opened my account and it was way more than the $8,000 I'd asked for. And it was exactly at the moment I had surrendered the attachment and the need to that coming into my reality. Wow. That's crazy. And I was like, and that, my friends, is how we manifest money. And of course, it's not always happening that easily, but it's this really beautiful example with all those little bits in the middle of, okay, I could draw on that. Okay, I can draw on that. And teaching money from a practical sense is something I love to do and it's so vast. Mm. But from the manifestation point of view, it comes back to those really simple principles. And then how do we just allow it into our reality? How do we become a vibrational match for income? And that's really, really important because if we're living like this, well, then money's like, you don't really want me. Yeah. Imagine trying being an absolute vibrational match to money for 30 days and just see what happens. Yeah. And this is something like, guys, this is always a work in progress for everyone. Like even for myself, I still struggle with my money mindset because my limiting belief, I have a limiting belief and I've spoken about it a couple of times on this podcast of like, it's just a general overall limiting belief of I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. Um, I haven't figured that out yet, but it stems into different areas of my life. So when it comes to money, I, ha- well, firstly, I had a limiting belief of I'm not worthy to receive money and I worked through that. And now it's, I'm not worthy to receive large amounts of money because I have now a nice steady income every single month. Like it's, it's something that I've worked on, but it's always a work in progress. You never, it's even for you, like you will be able to manifest up to a certain point, but we've spoken before about like a glass ceiling when it comes to your income or sort of, uh, I think we called it a glass ceiling. Is that what we spoke of? Or your income level or your income box or something like that? I always call it my, my now I call, I don't know what I was calling it then, but my, um, my money container. So I call it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain that to people? Cause I love that concept. Yeah. As soon as you started explaining that, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, that's so funny. So I love this concept. I love, love, love it. So a money container is the container in which is the finances we can hold at the moment. And we have containers Mm -hmm. all of our lives. So we have an energetic container around us all the time of how much love we can hold and receive of how much abundance we can receive. And then of course, how much financial monetary, you know, wealth we can hold. So for example, I had a client who her, her container in her account was only, you know, that 500 kind of dollar mark. And then whenever that happened, there was something to pay for. There was debt to pay off. There was all these other things. And we worked through her money container, fully understanding the worth that was behind that, the gratitude that's behind that, the structure that was behind her money. And then we expanded her container. But to expand a container, we have to know what it is at the moment. So for a long time, my container was $40,000. I'd get to $40,000. There was something to pay for. Something would step up. Something would happen. My container of what I believed I could hold was $40,000. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And then I had a container of what I believed I could, like what you're saying, receive from clients. And then a container of what I believed I could receive from like a miracle, like unexpected places. And I needed to work on all the containers. And like you said, it's always a work in progress. I'm always working on expanding mine because I don't want to be where I was, you know, six months ago now. And then we can look at it and be like, okay, so if my money container was, let's use mine, $40,000, what would I like it to be? What feels just outside my comfort zone? Mm. My comfort zone says 60,000. And then I was like, I can push that. And I made it 80,000. Mm-hmm. I've now, we've, I've gone over that, that hurdle and I'm like, okay, new money container. But this time it felt more, more like a stretch. I made 130,000 30, and this actually felt really good. I was like, oh, that feels kind of a stretch. But what helps is I needed a why attached to that. If I was just like, I want to save money, hoarding is not good. <laughs> like saving money for nothing is not good. And when I teach money from like a vaster kind of perspective, it's, it's not to hoard it. You know, money is energy. It flow, it's meant to flow through me easily, effortlessly. I don't want to hold on to it. I don't want to hold on to it for any day or in case something goes wrong. I decided that I wanted to purchase my first property. Therefore, my money container expanded so quickly and easily because I had a reason for it to expand. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really important when we're expanding our, our container. And it kind of makes it fun. Yeah. And, and I need something to work towards. Yeah. Otherwise you're just like, I kind of want more money. Like, (laughs) like, is that selfish? I love that. I, and guys, this is such a, I think it's such an important concept to actually sit down and have a think about because this is not something that they teach you in schools. Um, this is like something that, well, I've only ever heard it from you, to be honest. Um, it's not something that many, I don't think it's something that many people talk about, but especially when you are sort of working in a job, don't necessarily have your own maybe side hustle or brand or whatever it is. Um, if you are still working in a job, your money container will be set to whatever your income is with your job. And if you want to push outside of that, you're really going to have to look at like, other ways that you can make money if you're not willing to leave your job. So what can you do extra on the side? Like how can you push that to be further? How could you try to start manifesting random amounts of money? Like look at all the different things that you can do because if you want to improve and if you want to be making more money, especially in your business, you need to be looking at other options as to how you can bring this sort of money in. Um, I would love for you to touch on sort of, cause we've spoken about, sort of manifesting, we've spoken about alignment, and we've spoken about money. How do all of those three things tie together? Like if for someone who doesn't really, if this is new to some people, because I think these concepts are going to be quite new to my audience because we're mostly business focused, Mm -hmm. but how do all of these things come together in alignment? Well, come together, alignment is one of them, to help you to just become the best version of yourself and help you to achieve your goals or to make the money that you want. Yeah. I love that. So imagine if like every day you woke up and your intention was to simply just be a vibrational offering for everything you wanted. High vibing, joy, love, heart centered, living from your freaking heart, touching other people's hearts, smiling at a freaking stranger, doing beautiful things, living from joy being in alignment with who you are, 
all yeah. of the time. And that means constantly checking in. Oh, does this feel good to me? Is this in alignment with me? Is that truly who I want to be? Does that match? If I do this, will I feel that I'm a vibrational offering for all the things I want to call into my reality? Is that really what I want to be listening to? Is that really how I want to, you know, walk to the kitchen? <laughs> and how do I keep becoming that? And when we bring all of this together, like what you're saying, then our life just expands before our eyes and we don't need to do anything mm. because I'm ever expansive and I'm just expanding because I'm living from a place of joy. Mm. And it becomes so much less of like, okay, how do I manifest that and make sure that this is like this and this is like this and how do I da -da 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 -da, strip it all back, come back, especially if it's new to you. How do I focus on joy? How do I come from a place of love? How do I wake up and think thoughts of love? How do I look at my bank account and think thoughts of love? How do I make this more fun? If I want to start a business or I'm early in my business, how would I do this if I didn't know how to do it? How would I do this if no one had taught me all these ways I should and should not be doing something? That's how I started all my businesses. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just like, I'm 21. I was 21 at the time. And I was like, what if I just started? What if I just tried? I don't know. And that's alignment. And I kept checking in. What does that look like to me? And this will inadvertently affect everything. But it's believing you have it all already within you because you do. But it's believing that it already is. I already am abundant. I already am super successful. I already am all these things simply because I am. And being that and checking into that vibration all of the time. And of course, there's so many things underneath this, which is so much of what I teach. You know, our trauma, our limiting beliefs, like you mentioned before. But how do we just keep coming back to the simplicity of it? And like you said, especially if it's new to us, it's allowed to be simple and it's allowed to be fun. Like the more we are vibrating at that level of like, this is just fun and I'm going to play and see what happens. That idea sounds kind of kooky, but I'm just going to try it. Oh my God, there's butterflies freaking everywhere. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm down for that. And then you will see it kind of, I guess, integrate and flow through um, into all the areas of your life and I guess so to speak come together and you'll notice little bits where, where that drop off and you're like okay that's not fully in alignment with me and I I want to I want to match that again or I want to bring more joy and play there or I don't want that that's actually not useful to me anymore and that's okay too and our opinions and our minds and our flow is changing all the time mm, totally and I think the sort of the main thing that I take away from that is really letting go of the attachment to the outcome. Yeah. That's right. I think that's really what it comes down to and just sort of starting to accept that. And it's funny because I've had a couple of ses sessions with you, which I'll get you to explain towards the end what your sessions are. But um, I've had a couple with you and one of the, I, I write down like crazy notes is what you say, because I just love everything that you say. Um, but one of the things that I wrote down was I am ready for this adventure down my soul path because I am, and that's enough. I am enough. I am already who I need to be to 
be the, like, I already am the best version of myself possible. I don't need to try and become something else because I already am. I just need to match it to that level and let go of the attachment of having to achieve it by a certain age or feeling like you have to achieve these goals in this amount of time or whatever it is. If you really start to let go of that and just live from a place of love and happiness every single day, that's when you'll start to really feel the change inside. And then once you start to feel it, you'll start to see it. And that's sort of the main takeaway that I just got from all of the things that you said. So <laughs> I hope that's all right. Yes, I love that. That sums it up beautifully. I was like, go. Um, <laughs> I was back to like that thing of simply because I am. Mm. And then I just started saying to myself when I, I moved back to Australia recently, I just started saying to myself, what if I just always expected a miracle? Always. What if I write it below everything I write about? I'm always expecting a more and a miracle. I'm magic. I'm always expecting a miracle. What if I write every manifestation list and just write anima and miracles and more and a miracle? Because there is miracles always happening simply because I am. And then this, the shift becomes cellular. And when we can shift on a cellular level, we are literally rewiring our whole DNA and our entire lineage. Like, don't even get me started there. But yeah. we are really getting to rewire this for real. And then I start seeing miracles everywhere yeah. just because I decided to and just because I am. And then it's not so much about searching. It comes back to this concept of remembering. And... I've been so passionately talking about this lately. How do we come back to this place of, I don't need to search for who I am. I don't need to learn who I am. I just have to remember. I just have to remember who I am. That's it. Every day I remember a little bit more. I learn a little bit. I remember a little bit more and I keep coming back to that. Yeah. And it just takes this pressure away. Yeah. And I think it's also opening your mind up to, like, for example, guys, if you do want to start, um, trying to manifest things and maybe you want to have the same opinion as a, a same view on life as Adriana as every that everything is easy and miracles are everywhere open up your eyes to what the miracles actually are because a flower blooming can be a miracle or seeing a butterfly or a newborn baby that's a miracle too but we put these perceptions and we put a certain stigma around what a miracle needs to be. It needs to be something big and grand and like life changing, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. Like when, because when you told me you decided to make your life easy, I also made the same decision. And like then every day I just started saying, Oh my God, my life is so easy. My life's so easy. My life's so easy. And then I would just start seeing different things that I'd never noticed before that made me feel like my life was so easy. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so easy that I can just pop on my scooter and pop down to the shops. But that like, there was never an easy thing in my head before. Like, even though it was easy, but I just never thought about it. So if you like open up your mind to these different things as to what you want to bring into your life or different mindsets that you want to have and just pick up on like little things that can just start with tiny little things, then like big things will start coming eventually. But you just got to start with the little things first, I think. Exactly. And no matter how big the big things get in my world, I'm always still focused on the little stuff. Always, 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 because that's what makes me me. And I always go back to that version of me when I was first coming out of a very like deep depression and a phase of anxiety. It was a miracle that I'd wake up and eat and not fall back asleep. Like that was literally my miracle and that's okay. You know, and yeah. if that's what you're, that's where you're at. And that's a miracle. I get to wake up and eat. 
breakfast and I actually can, you know, for so long, that was one of the toughest things I had to do was to wake up and convince myself to eat food and survive. And that is a miracle. How do we just come back to that? And no matter even the days I'm getting random big sums of money or, you know, my, my friends asked me to be on a podcast and I just thought about it, like no matter what, I come back to like, oh, it was so cool today that I, I went for a walk and I saw a pink feather I actually did that. And I was like, oh, that was a miracle. <laughs> um, and it comes back to this. And yeah, it's allowed to be easy. We're being told otherwise. But it's, it's, it's removing these conditioned beliefs from us and deciding this is how I want it to look. I love that. Adriana, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast, guys. I'm not sure if I mentioned at the start, but if you want to listen to a little bit more of Adriana's story and her go into detail about sort of how she got to where she is at the moment, please go back to episode six of the Millennial Business Podcast and you can listen to it there. We dove straight into the goodness today and I am so glad that we did because I freaking love all of the content that we covered in the episode. Can you please tell, okay, firstly, I want you to tell people about your sessions that, that they can do with you because they're freaking life-changing and I love them. So everyone needs to know about them. <laughs> Yay, of course. Um, firstly, yes, thank you. Thank you so, 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 so much. I could talk about this stuff forever and a day, clearly, <laughs> um, but I had to stop somewhere. Essentially what I do, I love it so, so much. And I feel so grateful to be able to do what I do. I combined as a series of, of modalities, I guess, so to speak in what I do. So in, um, when I'm coaching, it's all of this beautiful kind of mindset work and we can dive really, 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 really deep. But the most beautiful thing is that when I'm doing the one-on-one sessions, which is energy work sessions, it's combining this use and this ability that I can uh, see the mindset side and the trauma and the limiting beliefs with the fact that we can do energy work together. So it's going in like we did with you and looking at what I call chakra point energy. So looking at scanning through your body and looking through where are we stuck? Where do we have stuck energy or where do we have blockages? Where can we amplify energy? You know, maybe through your solar plexus, there's um, ideas bubbling like through your stomach and there's something brewing in you that you can't quite put your finger on. And then we get to put our finger on it and we get to look at it and I get to dissect it for you and pretty much just explain everything I see in your energetic field from past, present, future, um, Every session is so unique. <laughs> so, I, and I love that. I love that, you know, we can talk to spirit if we want to. We can, we can do mediumship. We can focus on amplifying your gifts. We can focus on moving you through limiting beliefs. We can focus you on love and relationships. Whatever is meant to come through will come through. And it's, just, it's really taught me a lot about trusting that the person in front of me will always get what their highest good needs. And even before I came on this podcast, I said my little a little mantra, a little prayer. And it was that, you know, give the people what they need to hear. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know what we end up talking about. And it's really about, I, I said, I give the people what they need to hear. And I love that in my work every day, I, I get to do that, whether it's one-on-one in my group sessions, in um, private client work. And it's yeah. magic. <laughs> Obviously, I think it's magic. Um, and if it is something people are interested in, like, or if they're not so sure about how it works, like, I'm super open to explaining that and definitely can find out more about me. Yes. Can you tell people where they can find you online if they are interested in hearing more about your sessions or your coaching or just you as a person in general? 
Yes. Um, all the things, random things I post about me, everything of mine lives on Instagram. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm sure Taylor will pop it there. Eventually I am getting a website. Um, I've been very lucky to have manifested my entire business. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't have anything else yet. Um, it's been like a year and a half. So, I mean, blessing. Um, so that will all be there too. And I share lots of, you know, free content, extra tidbits, um, bits about my life too. And I just, I adore sharing this with more and more people and reminding them that the answer is already within you and that just to open your heart simply and easily. I love it. Adriana, thank you so much for joining me. Guys, I hope you found so much value. I love talking about this stuff. I love combining the woo-woo with the business and how we can make more money and succeed and all of this sort of stuff because it's just the best of both worlds, right? Um, so thank you for joining me, guys. Thank you for listening. If you wouldn't mind subscribing to the podcast episodes, uh, to my podcast, sorry, that would be amazing. If you want to check out my new YouTube channel, uh, YouTube channel, I have just started a channel. It's going to be sharing everything to do with mindset, personal development, basically how you can become the best version of yourself possible. So I'd love for you to check it out. It's Taylor Victoria. Um, but yeah, until the next episode, bye. Want even more millennial business insights and to connect with like-minded business owners from around the world? Join our Facebook community for tips on how to take your business to the next level and chat with myself and other listeners. All you have to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial girls media gang to be a part of this wonderful community. For show notes and downloads, head to www.themillennialbusinesspodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's guest and me. If you enjoyed this week's show, would you just take a screenshot and post it to your Insta story? I know this episode could help so many other business owners to see the amazing changes that they can make to grow their business exponentially. Until next time, my awesome listeners, keep chasing your big business goals and thank you so much for tuning in to the Millennial Business Podcast.